Hello, star seeds, and welcome to a hot summer edition of Rooted in Starlight. Um, I am in Philadelphia, and so we have been dealing with um, some very, very uh, hot temperatures, and I do uh, certainly am aware that most of this country is. Um, so hopefully you are finding ways to stay cool uh, I'm bringing this episode to you um, so that we can be covering some of the very highly active, energetic, um, cosmic activity that is going on um, in this upcoming week. Uh, we have, um, if you've listened to the last episode, we were covering you know, some of the movement of the planets um, particularly uh, Venus and Cancer, which took place on July the 17th. Um, and Venus is in Cancer uh, through August 11th. Uh, Venus is comfortable in that sign. She actually likes being in Cancer. Uh, I feel like she kind of moved in there at the right time. Uh, I'm sure that um, I know for me, but I do know with Venus's energy in cancer, like this is where she likes to just kind of curl up, you know, grab a good book, get some reading done, you know, take some long baths, um, and certainly things that help her, um, you know, recuperate and rejuvenate herself. And so Venus and Cancer, you're going to find that there are going to be moments where you really do want to take that me time for you, um, which then will help you filling up your own cup, be able to share your energy with um, those around you. Um, because that is certainly something that Venus wants to do in Cancer um, is, you know, really uh, admit that, uh, kind and compassionate side of herself and that loving side of herself, but also in cancer, she recognizes that your cup has to be full, full in order for you to give, um, of yourself to others. And so that's very much energy that you might be feeling. And I feel with most of this country right now being under, um, some incredibly, uh, hot temperatures, that is definitely something that's really important to be doing as well, um, to be taking care of yourself um, so that you can, you know, be, be there for others. Uh, in the last episode, I also talked about Mercury moving into Leo, and that for Mercury happened on July 19th, and Mercury will be in Leo. Mercury's kind of speeding through Leo. It will be in Leo through August the 3rd. Um, and that's when it will be moving. Um, and then let me take this time to say happy birthday to all the Leos because we had the sun move into its home sign of Leo on July 22nd. Um, and so, you know, the sun obviously feels very comfortable in Leo um, since it is its home sign, the sign that it rules, it's very much about wanting to, you know, embrace joy and positivity, um, even in these difficult times. 
Um, you know, Leo has uh, obviously some of the archetypes for Leo are the performer, the, you know, it's certainly um, associated with the royalty. So the king and queen um, archetype is very much associated with Leo. Um, but so is the child. That is also an archetype that is associated with Leo. If you actually are familiar or have ever seen um, the Sun card um, from tarot decks, most tarot decks use a child um, on a horse um, for to represent the sun. You know, they're usually carrying a banner. They're usually just waving a flag, um, and so that playfulness and also that present mindedness, that state of, of being present, which is something that is um, something that a child is very, very good at being able to just focus on what it is that is um, in front of them at, at that particular moment. And that is some of the energy that um, Leo itself works with um, and the sun works with as it's trying to work um, through us um, during the season of Leo. Um, and so this is very much that time when the sun's going to ask for us to trust in life, to find um, joy in life no matter what is going on, um, and to be able to be willing to share um, what exist inside us because Leo is also associated with creativity. Um, and so for Leo, the way it operates is that that energy is very much about what is it that exists inside me that I wish to share with the world. Um, and so I think that's part of how the performer obviously gets associated with Leo because it does very much want, um, you know, as large an, an audience as possible to be able to share the ideas that can be generated from Leonian energy. Um, but it is very much that energy that wants to say yes to life. And it wants to show life that it wants to have that experience with life where it's saying, you know, I love you and I'm going to be fully embodied with life. Um, and that is how I will be sharing that energy. And so that's part of where, um, you know, the wanting to be able to share your heart uh, is also associated with Leo because it's very much that what is it that matters to me that I want to be able to share with others. And so we are in that energy. Um, we have, like I said, the sun and Mercury right now, both in Leo. Uh, Mercury moving very quickly through Leo. And then we are also dealing with some very um, intense energy that's going on in Taurus. So we right now have uh, Mars in Taurus, 
And I do find it interesting that as Mars got deeper into Taurus, which is the Earth sign, and Mars is the Earth sign that is associated with Mother Earth and with, you know, all the Earth goddesses of like Gaia and Demeter. And um, and so I have found it interesting that um, we've just kind of had this tremendous heat that has gripped the planet because I, you know, if you're, um, you know, aware of what's going on outside of the U.S., we are also dealing with major heat waves in Europe as well. Um, And so what I have noticed is that it's almost like as Mars gets deeper into Taurus, um, and the temperatures have continued to just climb and uh, people have been dealing with some very, very uh, potent, uh, sweltering heat that we're not normally um, familiar with. So um, that is something that's taking place. We also have the North Node and Uranus in Taurus. Um, and I believe in the last episode, I I was I spoke a little about the conjunction that the conjunction that's coming up for the North Node and Uranus. This again is one of those once in a lifetime and actually even rarer than that. This is very, very rare to have the North node and Uranus conjunct. Um, the dates that I have seen in the research that I've been doing of like when the last time this has happened is, uh, timelines that are taking you back to 13 and 1400, uh, for your years. And so, um, this is just something that is, you know, for anyone, uh, I know there's been some episodes where I've talked about, um, you know, 2020, I really felt was that kickoff of a new age, um, that we are living in and that we are also being a witness to. Um, and it's these kind of aspects that when they happen, that I feel like that's even just more confirmation. Um, because if you really look at, the last two years. Um, and I might even try and do this so I can share this on a uh, podcast episode. And that's just kind of get the um, cosmic uh, aspects that have taken place just over the last two years, where uh, astrologers have said, this is rare, this is unique, this is an, uh, you know, once in 500 years, or, uh, you know, even once in 100 years, those are things that really signify that great change um, is afoot and how we're able to respond to it and how it impacts us, obviously on a individual level, which is where our natal chart comes in, but then also on a collective level um, is very much where we get to choose, you know, in what way we want to respond to this tremendous, um, this tremendous shift and this tremendous cosmic energy that is taking place and how it wants to, you know, engage with us and, and more importantly, how we want to engage with that energy. Um, and so this particular aspect, I believe on the last po- um, podcast, I did speak that it was, you were going to start feeling the orb. We were going to be in the energetic orb of it beginning the 20th of July. 
and it is exact. The Uranus North Node conjunction is exact um, on the 28th of July, which is also the new moon. Um, So if anyone was wondering if this new moon will be um, a power-packed one, your answer would be yes. Um, So, you know, a new moon in Leo would, um, you know, just generally signify that, um, you know, you have a chance to really, um, you know, embrace the uh, power of your identity and embrace uh, who it is that you are, that you know yourself to be, um, that your core truth is, um, and, and, and be willing to want to share that. And Leo new moons are a great time for that. They're also a great time to, you know, kick back and, and just have fun, you know, um, hug a tree and, you know, spend time at a beach and just, you know, have the, you know, waves just, um, you know, wash over your feet. Um, so that can just be something that would normally be going on with, um, a new moon in Leo. But then on top of that, we have this conjunction that's happening with, um, Uranus and the North node, um, which we are very much already in that energy. And then we're also in the energy of, Mars, who will conjunct with Uranus and the North Node, and that will be exact on August the 1st and 2nd. And of course, that's even rarer than the conjunction between Uranus and the North Node. Remember, I keep um, uh, speaking to that the North Node is an ecliptical point. Um, but it represents, um, it's been referred to in astrology as a little Jupiter because it represents where it wants you to grow and evolve. Um, because as human beings, that is one of the tasks to be able to be living your life and experiencing your life in such a way that it is, um, helping you grow and evolve in a direction that actually really helps you, um, you know, share your, you know, all that is of the highest vibration within you. So all the love and and creativity and joy and compassion and ideas that you may have, that you have that opportunity throughout your lifetime um, as you're developing and evolving to be able to share that in some form. Um, And so, and as I've said in multiple episodes um, with this Uranus being in Taurus, that this is also a game changer. So, you know, Uranus likes to be that planet. It's, it's known as the uh, plant, the uh, planet of awakening, Um, And it's usually an awakening where you can be kind of jolted into the reality of something or the knowledge of something um, that coupled with the North Node can hopefully be helping you. But as we have also seen with Uranus and Taurus um, on a uh, global level, it has definitely impacted the way we 
um, source our supplies, especially food supplies. Um, it has also had a lot um, of uh, significant uh, changes that it has added to um, our money, the way we value money, the way we look at how we spend money. Um, and what's interesting with this uh, uh, Uranus being in Taurus is that you have Taurus as, as a sign that governs over money. Uranus is this higher vibration of Mercury um, and very much this planet of invention and, um, uh, you know, it, rebellion and, and wanting to um, have the utmost freedom. Um, and since it's been in Taurus, we've just really seen the way that we make money, the way that we spend money, what we consider money, how we value the different currencies. The cryptocurrency is just a perfect example of how um, of what the Uranus in Taurus looks like, because it's literally like, well, here's um, Uranus, very much this air sign. Um, in this earth sign of Taurus that actually rolls over money. And suddenly, you know, the cryptocurrency became something that was very, very popular, um, has gone through a lot of changes um, since it came on the, um, you know, center stage. And so I expect that we're going to see more of that happening uh, on an individual level. Obviously, this depends on what house this is for you, where the uh, Uranus and North Node in Taurus are taking place with Mars hanging out there. And so um, that's where you're going to feel the impact. You know, are you going to feel it on a physical level? Are you feeling it on a level that involves um, relationships? Are you feeling it on a level that involves um, your philosophies and the way that you think? Are you feeling it on a level in the way that you com communicate um, and the way that you receive your communications? Um, and so this is some of the ways that you're going to see this taking place um, as it continues to expand. And as we're, you know, kind of building this energy with this conjunction to be exact on the 28th of July and then having Mars meet up with them exact on August 1st and 2nd. Um, and so again, with Mars where it's literally um, just three degrees apart from Uranus and the North node. And so that, that um, energetic vibe, we are certainly very much uh, already feeling um as well. So, and again, Mars is your planet of action, your planet of courage. Mars is the one that wants us to step out and say, I can do this. Um, and in Taurus, it's very much that, you know, that I can do it. Then you would say, well, what is it that you're do doing? Because Taurus is the sign of the builder. Taurus wants to be able to have tangible results for whatever it is that it's working on. Um, Taurus, though, is willing to be persistent and roll up its sleeves and, and put in the time and effort as long as it feels that it's going to have something to show for it. And so these planets are one of the, of these planets, this is the energy that you're working with 
in these last two weeks of July and and definitely taking us into August. So this new moon is going to definitely be a power-packed new moon. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And I feel like what you're going to be feeling energetically um, as well as things playing out for you in your individual life and then um, obviously what's going on on the uh, global stage is the is something that you're going to be seeing that's going to take us right into the full moon um, in August. And that full moon happens uh, right around the 11th of August. And so you're looking at, and that's going to be the, um, you know, full moon in Aquarius. And so, again, there's just going to be a lot of energy over these next several weeks. Um, expect some surprises and hopefully those surprises are things that are going to be helping you move forward and things that are actually going to be helping you evolve. Keep in mind, <coughs> excuse me, keep in mind that it might be something you may not initially feel that that's what it's meant to do, but if you give it some time to actually look at it and, um, you know, put a little space between something that comes up that then you might be able to see, oh, this came in because it was meant to help me, you know, with this or, or and meant to push me in this direction, which will actually be better for me in the long run um, than going in, in this direction. Um, and so that is something to be aware of because, uh, this is kind of the energy where um, you get to say uh, almost like all bets are off. One of the other things that's going to be happening <clears throat> is I feel like this is almost going <clears> to, <throat> excuse me. I feel like this might go a bit unnoticed, but we also are going to have Jupiter, which is in Aries, going retrograde um, at the uh, new moon uh, time as well. So Jupiter will be going retrograde on July 28th while we have the new moon and while we have the exact uh, meetup with Uranus and the North Node. That the Uranus and North Node meetup will be taking place at 18 degrees um, and our new moon will be taking place in Leo with the sun and the moon meeting up at 5 degrees. Um, one of the things that's interesting too about this, and, and, and this would be part of why I say with, with this conjunction, there could be information either, um, you know, something that, you know, comes to you or, or something that you intend to share that may end up, uh, being different than, than what you were expecting. That's certainly the, the way Uranus can operate, but you also are going to have, um, Mercury, our planet of communication, squaring this Uranus and North Node uh, conjunction uh, at the new moon. And so, because Mercury it will be at 18 degrees for this new moon that's coming up on the 28th, um, and it will be an exact square to both Uranus and the North node. And so this can very much be, um, a situation where, like I said, you know, be prepared that initially you might receive information or you might, 
you know, what might take place could be something that you are frustrated with or not happy with. Um, and then what you may find out is that, oh, this actually is going to be something that's going to be working for me. So I would just be prepared to uh, understand that you may not necessarily have all the information or that you may not initially like information. Um, but that, you know, again, this is certainly with the North node involved, it is meant in some way to help us to grow and expand, um, as human beings. And so, um, that is certainly what I hope everyone will be able to experience in some form, um, throughout this period of, you know, these last two weeks of July, taking us into these first two weeks of, um, August. And so we will have Mercury squaring Mars on July 26th. So again, that's your planet of communication, Mercury, um, uh, squaring Mars, our planet of action, and uh, let's get this done, um, and courage, and, you know, Mars wants to see us grow as well. Um, but also just be careful, because again, like I said, um, you know, I think three quarters of this country is in the midst of a major heat wave. Um, so, you know, you can have a lot of irrit irritability at this time. Um, and that Mercury Mars square could be something that, uh, on the 26th where you could just find yourself, um, literally being short tempered or having a short fuse. Um, and, uh, that's certainly something that you want to be careful with, um, as we're approaching that with some of the elements that we are actually dealing with, um, uh, on this, uh, w with this summer being right now as intense as it is. Um, and then we also have, uh, on Monday, the 25th, we have Venus squaring Jupiter, um, which I feel like one of the things that's, um, nice about that is remember Venus and Jupiter actually are two planets that get along. Um, and so I feel one of the things with these aspects is squares and, um, you know, trines and, um, sextiles, the way the planet in the way the planets interact very much have, have to do with how do those planets get along to begin with? You know, are they two planets that like each other? And so when you're in a situation where you have two planets that like each other and kind of do a, um, you know, have a relationship with each other to begin with, when they have aspects that are, um, that are meant, that can be challenging, um, like an opposition or a square, what you will find is that they're not, they will not necessarily be as intense as something where you might have two planets that, um, you know, like Venus and Saturn um, don't necessarily want to hang out together, but Venus and Jupiter certainly do. Um, and so the square that's taking place on uh, Monday, the 25th, um, is something that I think it could be a situation where you, you know, Jupiter, again, the planet of expansion, 
um, you know, the planet of, um, actually also the planet of, of, um, faith and belief in oneself and wanting us to, to grow and expand, um, without having a whole lot of difficulty doing that. And Venus, our planet of relationships and values, um, the two of them getting together, Venus, remember, is in Cancer. Um, and so if anything, I think you could have a situation where she, where Venus um, definitely is probably, you know, like, I'm, I just want to stay inside uh, in the air conditioning, uh, so don't bother me right now. Uh, where Jupiter might be like, oh, no, no, you know, you need to see this. So it's going to be more of that kind of an energy, almost like a friend that, you know, wants you to, to do something and you yourself might be in a situation where you don't really feel like doing it. But, you know, this is someone that you, you know, that you have a very close relationship with. And so you're in that situation of, do I want to to do this with them because this is someone that I love and care about. And they're usually spot on with whatever it is they, you know, you know, take me to or show me or, um, and so just be, uh, aware of that energy for, uh, Monday with this Venus Jupiter square. It's certainly not anything that is going to, um, be causing, you know, any kind of major interruption, um, unlike what we may be looking at with our Uranus conjuncting with the North Node and then literally a few days later, Mars meeting up and, you know, the three of them having this, um, you know, this conversation of, you know, what's going to get done, how it's going to get done and um, how it's going to uh, serve us in the long run, again, on an individual scale, which is very much where this, you know, where the sign of Taurus would be in your chart. Um, and then also very much on a um, global scale as well, um, which is where, again, then you will see, you know, the sign of the time, so to speak, like what it is that's taking place and, and how things are, are shaping up. Um, for that. And so that is what I wanted to um, cover in this episode. Uh, I may have some more information with the, uh, certainly with this Mars, Uranus, and, and North Node conjunction um, for the uh, regular podcast, uh, the Thursday podcast that I normally put out. I was I recorded this one because I had uh, initially was thinking that the new moon was uh, that the 28th was Wednesday. And I was like, oh, I want to get something out, um, you know, that's going to be talking about this because I actually thought I was going to have that uh, done sooner. And then I realized I was like, oh, well, it's the the new moon and, and this exact conjunction actually happens on Thursday. Um then again, that depends on your time zones, but, um, but I definitely wanted to get this recorded, um, because, you know, it's obviously, I know for me, this is, uh, I am a Taurus rising, uh, with a Leo sun. And so this is my first house. And I have to say, Uranus has kept me very busy 
So I already feel, you know, with Mars, especially as Mars is getting, getting cl- been closer, it just seems like there's, you know, more to do and less time to do it. So <laughs> I'm already, I've already been experiencing that. Wait, how can I add more hours to the day? Um, and then once this heat uh, hit the East Coast, I have to say, I am not a fan of it. And yes, even though I am a Leo, um, summers when I was younger were very different than the way some of these summers have been these last, um, you know, six and seven years. So hopefully, like I said, everyone is able to stay cool, keep yourself healthy and hydrate it. Um, as Mars continues to churn into the sign of Taurus, um, literally moving in, uh, moving through the sign that represents mother earth. Um, and uh, like I said, I will probably have some more information to be sharing with this, uh, once in a century, you know, Mars, Uranus and North node conjunction in Taurus. Um, and hopefully for everyone, this will be something that you will be finding beneficial for you, um, certainly on an individual level and really be able to find yourself growing and evolving uh, with all of this energy. Um, so thank you all for listening. I want to thank everyone who's been hanging in during this summer. I know summer is a time that can take us away from our daily routines. Um, it has with me too. I know I haven't um, you know, this month of July, I have not had, um, you know, the weekly podcast due to, um, you know, activities that I've been, uh, engaging in and, 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 and working with, um, over the summer. So, uh, for all of you that are still hanging in there listening, um, as these episodes are put out, I greatly, greatly appreciate it. Um, and again, if you are, if you know of anyone that may be uh, interested in listening to this uh, record, uh, this podcast, please by all means share with them. And again, I will greatly appreciate that. Um, and I will keep you posted on what is upcoming. Uh, I already know, like we're taking July out with a bang with some of the energies that are taking shape for July, and then obviously literally starting August with that same energy, um, that's, that's going to be kicking off. And, you know, we kind of, you know, July, and I do believe I did say this in, I think one of the episodes, one of the last episodes I had for the month of June, I did speak to the fact that July and August were going to be very, very busy. Um, and it's interesting because with it being summer, you know, we're, you know, our energy can, uh, tends to be focused elsewhere. Um, and so for me, uh, I'm trying to make sure that I can track what's going on in the sky and be reporting that to you so that you can be aware of what kind of energy you might be working with and more importantly, how to work with it. Um, like I said, this particular energy, your Leo energy, the sun in Leo is asking you to enjoy life, find a way to be having, you know, some uh, activities and experiences that really, you know, fill your heart and, and let you know that there is a lot of, of goodness 
um, in this world and a lot of goodness in your own personal world. Um, and so keep that in mind as we are going through some of these highly charged energetic days. Um, and remember, reach high for the stars lie hidden in your soul. Um, and if you are interested in following me, you can find me on Facebook and on Instagram. And I will have where you can um, find that in the show notes. Um, but definitely any of the other episodes that I have also posted, uh, give you the, the direct uh sites uh, and addresses to follow me on. So thank you, everyone. I hope you are having a enjoyable summer. And again, stay hydrated, stay cool. And I will talk to you soon. Bye.